Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. Church, good to see you. Just want you to know... Um, Man, you are a beautiful church. I mean to tell you, you're a gorgeous church. I'm proud of you and I love you. And I'm honored and humbled to be your senior pastor. I can tell you that. I just was overwhelmed with that this morning. And uh, God said, tell your church how beautiful they are. So church, you're beautiful. Beautiful church. So Operation 99, we've been in this uh, since October, I mean October, hello, since, boy, you can tell I'm a fall guy, I'm ready. That fog this morning, I'm ready to go to fall. Um, Since August 5th, I kind of jumped into that. Uh, Last week, I kind of opened up and kind of told you what I saw. My heart uh, in this this vision of Operation 99, kind of what God did in my heart or allowed me to see or set me up on May 6th at Pakasak. I saw what I needed to see, and it stirred me deep. And I haven't really been the same, and I don't think I ever will be the same. Uh, God woke me up. I needed to be awakened. I didn't. I wouldn't have known. I would have not told you that I was sleeping at the job, but I was. And uh, because I was sleeping, my church was sleeping. And so uh, I say no more to that. Uh, I'm awake, and you're waking up, and we're about to jump into some sweet times this fall. So Operation 99, today I just kind of want to cast the vision for the church. Last week I shared my heart. Today I want to share what it looks like for us as a church moving forward, okay? And when I say that about the church, understand if you've been with me or sat under me long enough, when I talk about the church, I'm talking about the twofold church. The church is you and me individually, but the church is us corporately, okay? Uh, We don't necessarily have a church problem as much as we have a little church problem sometimes. So when the little church begins to be what it needs to be, the big church will be powerful, okay? And so we want to work on that twofold, and so today I want to jump into that. So what is Operation 99? Uh, best can be defined if you look in your Bible, okay? Last week I shared Luke 15. I want you to go there with me again. Luke 15, I'm going to read verses 1 through 7. This in a nutshell is Operation 99, and I will unpack it after this. So this is um, a parable in Luke 15, so I want you to go there. Uh, Verse 1, then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him to hear him. Now I want you to see who draws near to hear and who complains. Okay. Um, Verse 2, and the Pharisees... And the scribes complained. Hope you're not ever called a Pharisee, okay? So I'll say it, okay? Uh, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, 
does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, which was lost. And I say that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. It's a beautiful story. That is a story of the church. That is a story of the church. So my vision for Operation 99 is simple. It's twofold. Number one, on me, the church. What does Operation 99 mean to me, the little church, or to you, the little church? In this parable, Jesus is saying, how many would leave 99 and go after one? My question to you is, little church, who's your one? Who's one person that has drifted from the church or is not connected to the church or is new in the area that doesn't have a home, that needs a home? Maybe you would be brave enough to say like one gentleman said to me this week, Pastor, I don't need to worry about my one until I fix one. Mm. That's a big word. He said, I ain't got no business worrying about one until I fix the one. He said, so my week, my homework this week is to stand in front of my mirror until my one gets fixed. <laughs> you don't need to call me and tell me that. That's heavy, brother. You just need to sit with the Father on that one. That's a great word. And so maybe you're here today, and you're, you're like, Pastor, I really do deeply care about the ones. But I'm not where I need to be right now. I'm not where I need to be. Well, maybe you need to take care of one before you go get one, okay? Maybe you're not in a position to go get that one. Maybe you're here today and you say, Pastor, these folks up here got baptized because they believed and received Jesus Christ, their personal Savior and Lord. I can honestly tell you, sir, that's never been a time in my life that I've done that. And I've known that for a long time. And I'm that one that needs to be found. And today, I'm not going to walk out of this building until I come down here and, and meet my shepherd. And his name is Jesus. And then I'll go find my one. But right now, I'm lost. I'm just lost. And I need to be honest with myself and just admit, I'm lost. I have played church. I have pretended church. I have wanted to try harder and do better and be the person, but I can't. And you can't is right. Until you die, you can't be raised. And so you must die to be resurrected. And so today, you may be the one that's wondering. You may be the one that other people are praying for. But today, you don't have to walk out that same one. You can meet the shepherd. You can meet Jesus right here. It'll change your life. And you can die to your old self, and he can raise you up and walk in a newness. And so today, don't walk out of here the same you walked in. If that's you, you come at the end.
me? What's it look like for me? What does 99 look like for me? What does Operation 99 look like for me? I want you to think about that. Number two, on us. What does Operation 99 look like for us, the church? What's it look like for us? Here's a couple things. So Operation 99 obviously has two meanings. The operation is that we would leave the 99 and we're going to go hard after the one. But Operation 99 means more than just Operation 99. Operation 99 simply means we're going to begin on 9-9. Okay? So if you want to go in your phone and look, 9-9 is a Sunday. Okay? We're going to do two services starting September 9th. Okay? As you can tell, we have a chair problem. How many people invite people to a church where you can't even find a chair? Okay? That's not very motivating to grow a church. So what happened to me was... I began to pastor a church that was already full every Sunday morning, and I didn't have to do anything to get it that way. Now, not that it's all about me, but remember, when I took the church, it was about 21 people, and I worked my tail off to get us where we are today. And now you sit back and eat Cheetos and drink Dr. Pepper, not that I do that, but you can sit back and get too comfy and forget that God put you here to go after the one, not to entertain 99. And see, I kind of got fat on the hog. I kind of got fat on the couch. And I kind of got comfortable just showing up to a full house. It's a sweet thing as a pastor, but that's not what we're gifted and called to do. We're called to build a church that goes outside these walls to be the church. And we got to go back and get our hands dirty. Remember why God put us on this dirt ball, why he put us on this turf. There is about a thousand homes coming in this area within the next five years. And I'm not even counting West Amarillo and Canyon. We got plenty of people right in this area. And our parking lot is an absolute zoo, okay? And, and I'm going to get a visit from the highway patrol because this road out here belongs to TxDOT now. And the sheriff told me this week, Pastor, they're going to come see you if you keep parking on this road out here. I said, I am not telling my people to park on that road. They're doing that on their own, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> I don't stand and preach, park on the road, okay? So we have got to fix a parking lot problem. Here's what's been happening to us. We have families drive in at about 10.30, 10.35. And if you've got a park where the preacher lives, you're not going to get a good seat. Okay, that's my house way out there, okay, on that last road down. So they drive in. This is mom and dad and kids. They drive in and they drive out. Now I would hope to tell you they drive somewhere in Amarillo and go to worship, but they may just drive home. We can't let that happen, okay? We can't let that happen. So Operation 99 is we're going to leave the 99, and we're going to go after the one. Now, you see, if we all go get one, we're in a world of hurt in this room, all right? So we're going to take care of that. On September the 9th, we're going to go to two services. They will meet at 9 a.m., and they will meet at 1030, okay? Now, I know some of you are like, I don't like two churches. I don't like two services. We feel like we're not the same church anymore. Listen, it's a whole lot easier for me and Pax to do this one time also. So don't think that we're going, yay, we get to preach twice and lead worship. Listen, that's hard. I like to do it once. 
But it's abomination to God when people want to come to a great church and they can't find a seat and they can't park. We got to go get them, man. They're out there. They want to be here. You know them, okay? And we're going to go get them. So what we're going to turn this worship center into, right now there's 500 plus chairs. I don't know how many's in here. 500 and ever how many they had to go get today. But we're going to have 400, period. You say, well, we're going to fill them up. Well, fill them up. We, got, we can bring out more, okay? We're going, to, we're going to start with 400. So some of you that are used to sitting a little bit further away from me, you're going to be a little closer than you desire. Does that make sense? Okay? <laughs> I used to try to sit way back, too. I thought I'd get far away from the Holy Spirit as possible, and it would never find me. It found me. Don't worry. Okay? So, so well, I'm going to move you up a little bit. If you don't like me for that, I'm going to hug you anyway. Okay? So... I'll give you some time with that, but we're going to do 400 for both services. We'll get out more chairs when you make us get out more chairs. That simple? Okay? Simple as I can put that. Okay? So why are we doing it? I've given you some of the whys already. So why are we doing it? Preschool, nursery area, beautiful building, can accommodate a lot of kids, but we have filled that thing up quick. Okay? And it's hard to get your hands around about 60 in the nursery. So we're going to half that, hopefully, and put about 30 in each of the groups, okay? Now, give or take a few. But that's going to be a little bit better because we want to be hands-on because we think there's a lot done when you can touch and put fingerprints on boys and girls for Jesus, okay? Some of you are today products of people that put fingerprints on you for Jesus. So kids impact room, same way. We remodeled and gutted that children's building. It's beautiful. But as you can see, we... <laughs> We fill up the front of the church with a whole bunch of kids, and so we're going to try to divide that out as well and make that a little bit easier. I talked about parking lot issues already. Uh, that's a big deal. We're going to try to take care of that. Um, it is said, if you read a bunch of church stuff, that when your worship center gets consistently full to 80%, you need to go to two services. I'm like, <laughs> whatever. We, been, we opened at 80%. Okay, So we've been pushing like 90 95%. We've probably been pushing 110 in here. Okay, But we've got to do something to that because we cannot continue to operate the way we're operating. And as you can tell today, um, I mean, I know you love sitting on the sidewall, but you'd prefer one of those thicker seats, okay? We'll, we'll help you with that, okay? But uh, we've got to do something about that, and we're going to do that on 9-9. Uh, future worship building, our future worship center. If you've been here long enough, you know that we own all the land to the north, uh, to the pine trees. Eventually, we will build a worship center north, but I promise you, on my watch... Uh, I told you two things must happen. We should have no debt, and we just have a little tiny bit. We will never build if we have money on the table, okay, for sure. Number two, we will not move a speck of dirt over there if we can't fill up two services in here. It's an abomination to God when you only have one service and you build a 1,000 or 1,200 seat worship center. You say, well, if, they, if you build it, they will come. Well, oh, thanks. That's a baseball term. But <laughs> the... <laughs> And I love baseball. But the deal is, we've got to fill this thing up twice for me to feel good about the way we are positioned with givers and tithers and the way we're going to use God's money next door. We can't just do one and go over there. We're not about showing off. We're about expanding the kingdom. Okay, I, that, that, that is not going to happen. So until we fill up two services and get close to 1,000 in here, we don't have any business building north. 
Okay, so we'll start with 400. I hope you make me get to 500 each service. That'd be beautiful. And if you don't like having two services, let me throw this out for you. If you don't like two services and you want to have one service, then may you be motivated with the biggest flame you got on your hiney to fill this thing up twice so that we build quickly. Okay, because the quicker we have two services, the quicker you get one service. So when you come to me and say, I don't like two services, I'm like, well, you need to bring more of your friends because it's not on me, all right? So we fill the house up twice, we build next door. We don't fill the house up twice, we just look at pasture land, all right? We're not going to do it. So if you don't like two services, then chop, chop, all right? Get moving, Go be Billy Graham on your street, all right? So go, go, go. The quicker we have two full houses, the quicker we build north, okay? Simple as that. So if you don't like two, fill them up, and we'll go to one, all right? Last thing is this. When we go to two services, you got 9 o'clock worship, you got 1030 worship, exactly the same songs, message, everything. It's not like two different services. So if you do dine, we want you... And we encourage you, bad, to find a place to serve at 10.30. If you do 10.30, maybe you'll serve at 9. See, a lot of people say, well, Pastor, listen to me. I'd serve, I really would, but I don't want to miss worship. I say, well, I love you for that. I appreciate that. So today, if that's you, I've just eliminated your greatest love for me. So you can either come at 9 or you can come at 10.30, but you can no longer say, I can't serve because I want to be in worship. That is so, so spiritual. But now you have two options for worship, and you'll be so satisfied you will not even be able to sleep at night. Okay? So go get your hands dirty in one of the services and come raise them at the second one. Amen? Amen? And I'm going to tell you, your world and your life will change. Because when you worship and you get dirty with your hands in the kingdom work, you'll never be the same. It'll rock your world. So here's the deal. If you come to worship at 9, and you say, Pastor, I can't stay the whole time or anything like that, I say, that's fine. How about you go welcome people in that parking lot from the minute they shut their car door all the way to the front door? How about you go greet them at that door and say, welcome to the church of Bushland. We're glad you're here. How about you sit at that door over there and you say, hey, there's some chairs over here. Why don't you go sit over here? That'd be great. Well, we're looking for the children's check-in. Can you show me? I'll show you exactly what children's check-in is. Where the babies go? Let me show you where the babies go. And then about 1045, you can just drift off because you went to worship and now you got your hands dirty. If you can't tell, we need you. We need boots on the ground, man. We are trying to operate a pretty good-sized church with lean and mean volunteers. And we need to expand boots on the ground big time. And we're praying and hoping that two services help us do that. You have two options to get your worship on, okay? And then, and, and if you do one of them, then please give us another one or a little bit of the time to serve, okay? Or at least a couple times a month. Just give us something, and you'll be blessed for it, okay? So here's the deal. Let me go through this fast. All right, so in this envelope right here, I don't want to lose all this, you're going to get 
Every individual or every family, I'm sorry, every family walking out of the worship center today is going to receive one of these. Mission impossible, but the I am's marked out because it's mission. Man, y'all are with me. Mission possible. Because this mission that we're embarking on is possible because all possible. Come on, church. I, let me try that. Let's try that one more time. Because all things. Oh, come on. That's just beautiful. I mean, we're getting there, but it's, but it's beautiful. It sounded better than the first time, okay? I'm going to give you one more shot, and I'm going to go real fast. Because all things. Come on. Y'all preach good. I'll preach less if you preach good, okay? So here's the deal. So you're going to get an envelope. Let me show you what's in the envelope. There are two cards. This is not two services that we're just accidentally going to do. This is two churches, one church that meets at two times. Do you hear me? This is one church that meets at two times. So at 9 o'clock, this is the 9 o'clock card. Yes, it is. Blue card is 9 o'clock. Orange card is 1030. On the card, they're identical except the color. I need your family name. I need the number of people that will be in the worship center. I need the number of children. If you have a child, one through four, that are going to be in Impact Kids, I need that number of kids you got. If you have a child that's going to be in preschool, nursery area, I need a number of kids that meet there because I got to make sure Mark knows how many he's got at 9 and 1030. I got to make sure Melissa Huff knows how many she's got at 9 and 1030. That makes sense? So this is not something we're just going to fall into like a hole. This is something that we're going to ask God, what time is our family going to commit to to grow a, a church at this time? We're growing churches at 10.30 and at 9 o'clock. We're growing churches, okay? We're going to be empowered and focused on growing those two services. Does that make sense to you? We're not going, well, I guess this week we'll go 9, this week we'll go 10. Now, listen, sometimes you'll want to go different times, but I want you from the get-go to ask God, God, are we going 10.30 or are we going 9? And you lock it down. So I want you to put it on your card, and I want you to put this card, whichever one you fill out, in your Bible. And next Sunday, do not show up in the house without one of the cards, because we're going to collect them. <laughs> you say, you ain't got no business following me around, preacher. I'm not going to follow you around. I'm going to know what you committed to, and there might be a real sweet phone call to remind you sometime in November how you're doing on that commitment, all right? So... <laughs> Jesus is about accountability, I'm just telling you. So, so I need to know which one you feel like best fits your family unit to be at, 9 or 1030, okay? Now, this magnet right here is in that envelope. Don't lose this magnet. Let me read it to you so you don't confuse it. Operation 99, no one left behind. We commit, and there's a we there, meaning that's our family, to inviting blank to join us here at the church at Bushland. This is your one. Now you say, well, me and my wife each have a one. You see me, I'll get you a magnet. All right? Or put both names up there. I want your kids to see it. I want your family to see it. I want this on the refrigerator, and I want it to be a common thing. I don't want your one to ever go away. 
I wanted to be there. He said, well, if I get my one here in September, you need me to get another one? Mm-hmm. You get you an October one, and you get you a November one. Amen. You just go get them, all right? And you write it down every time. Put it on the refrigerator, and you let that one look at you all the time. And you remember this. He left 99 to go get you. He left him to go get you. He left him to go get me. And every once in a while in my life early when I was drifting, he'd send somebody in my path to turn me back. You're going to be that person and put it up there. And what's going to happen if you'll do that right in front of your children? They're going to grow up. And they're going to see what it looks like to be the church that leaves 99 and go after one. And you're going to raise up some cool kids, man, for the kingdom. All right. So that's in there. You don't have to bring it. You just put it on the refrigerator. This is in there. This has uh, got party on one side. It's got the little information on the other. This is fall kickoff, okay, 29th, 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 on Wednesday night. Come up here. We feed you. You walk around. This place right here is all set up with life group booths. Find a place, a life group to connect and stick to, okay? That's how we make the church small is to get you in a life group so we can connect to the to connect you to a little piece of the church so that you feel more part of the big church so we can take care of you, okay? We have great life groups uh, up and running. We need more life groups, but we want you to invite people to... Um, Fall kickoff and get them connected to a life group. It may be you that needs to get connected. That's okay. You can keep this card for yourself, okay? But, but if you're already in a life group, go get them and plug them into the life group. So that's going to be in there as well. So you've got all of that in that envelope. And let me read you the little letter that goes with it. It says, secretly classific classification, top secret, date, time, report, Sunday, 8-26-18, a.m. next Sunday, the church at Busham. Your mission, if you, you have been chosen for a special assignment, you sh if, should you choose to participate in Operation 99, Mission Impossible, better known as Mission Possible, your household will commit to attending either the 9 or the 1030 service beginning September the 9th, as well as inviting another family that you believe should attend or be connected to TCAP. That's all in there, okay? So if you choose to accept, that is your mission possible, okay? I pray you choose to accept, okay? I want to read as we, I want to read one scripture before we go, and I want you to listen to it. This is what I want to see happen through Operation 99. I want God to raise us up to go get that one and here's what I want us to come back and do. Verse 6 says this. And when he comes home, home to his church, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, which was lost. We're going to hear that all over the church. The church is the home, and everybody needs a home church, my friend. We're going to go get sheep, and we're going to come back here, and I promise you, Paxson and the worship team are going to lead us in the praise and rejoicing over the sheep that was lost but has now been found. And we're going to raise the roof, 
And I'm going to tell you, church, it's going to be gorgeous and it's going to be beautiful. Some of you are already wearing me out on my phone. I think I found my one. I think I found my one. I think I found my one. That's beautiful. Keep going. Keep going. You can text me. That's fine. Beautiful. Go, go, go. Because every time you send it to me, I pray for you. So go get your one. Go get your one. Go get your one. All right. When you leave, don't don't leave without an envelope. And I want you between now and next Sunday to prayerfully consider what service you're going, 9 or 1030. I want you to put that name on that refrigerator of the one or ones, okay? And then I want you to go find somebody to give that uh, fall kickoff thing to. The church will never be the same after this. We're going to two services. We're not ever going back to one until we do what north? Build a worship center. All right? We're going to grow this church, not for numerical sites, not just for entertainment, not to say, well, we did it, because Jesus said, I put you here for more than what you've already done. You've done great, but I put you here because the fields are white. I want you to go get those sheep. Go get those sheep that are wandering and bring them home and rejoice over them. All right. Let me pray for us. As the worship team comes up, if you're uh, part of the altar ministry team today, if you'll come up as well. Church, I simply just want you to absolutely 110% get behind and support Operation 99. God so desperately wants this church to get outside the walls of this church and go after the sheep that are out there. Okay? I want to pray over you, and then we're going to stand in worship. If you need to come for invitation this morning, for any reason you need to come, you come. Let me pray for us. Father, we love you. God, thank you for this church. God, it's a beautiful church, a wonderful church. God, you've done so much here. But God, there's yet so much for you to do. God, we know, each of us, we know as we sit here in the comforts of this worship center, we know, we know families, we know individuals. They may be next door to us. They may be down the street. Their kids may go to school with our kids. We may work with them. They don't have a church home. They have no church home. They don't know place that really their home. They attend places every once in a while, but they don't have a home church. God, I pray that you will raise up the church today to go after the one. And God, you will empower us through the Holy Spirit. Give us the boldness that comes through Christ to go do what you've called us to do. God, we love you. As we stand for invitation, a time of worship, God. I pray, Father, that you begin to launch us as the church to go be the church. For we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram, by using the church at Bushland and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland.